I woke up that morning very emotional, not understanding why. It was just one of those things where I noticed I was very teary. My emotions seemed kind of raw. Didn't quite understand it until I looked at my phone and there on my time hop came a memory that March 25th was the day I actually discovered all of the phone records where he had been calling her for a number of years. While I didn't personally remember the day, my body did, and it created a trigger. Hey beautiful, welcome to Beauty Beyond Betrayal. Have you discovered your husband's been having an affair? Do you just want the pain to stop and be able to take a deep breath again? Do you find yourself up late at night Googling how to save your marriage, heal from an affair? Do you wake up with the hope that this nightmare would end only to feel crushed and humiliated because your husband acts like the affair was really your fault and now you're left obsessing with where he is and if he's seeing her again? Hey, I'm Lisa. I too was devastated when I discovered my husband was having an affair. I too felt the pain would never end and wished he would just stop the affair and we could restore our marriage. I wanted the weight of the trauma to be lifted so I could breathe again and be able to have someone, anyone help me climb out of the dark miry pit of despair so I could begin to heal and be confident in me again. But I kept telling myself, he won't stop seeing her, it must have been my fault and this pain, it'll never go away until I found hope and healing in Christ, along with simple techniques that helped me to learn how to recover from the betrayal. In this podcast, you'll discover what betrayal trauma really is, learn simple techniques to heal and recover, and get biblical guidance to help you make the right choices as you heal from the affair so you can be free from the heartbreak and the pain and rise in confidence once again to be the woman God created you to be. So beautiful, grab your favorite latte or a glass of wine, snuggle up on the couch and focus on yourself for a few minutes. Let's dive into what it really means to rise up from the ashes of betrayal and loss into a life that you really desire. Hey beautiful, welcome back to the show. I'm glad you decided to hop into another week with me and it looks like we're going to have another two-part series this week. (laughs) Um, I am really on a roll right now and this week I really wanted to share something up close and personal that just happened to me three days ago that really made me realize I'm three years into my own personal recovery and there are still things that I'm healing from. Remember, you've probably heard me say time and time again that healing from betrayal is anywhere between three and five years. And while I know that can seem so daunting, it can almost be too overwhelming to think, my gosh, am I going to be dealing with this stuff for three to five years? Well, it actually means you're going to progress forward in your healing. You're going to move into your recovery, but it can be anywhere from three to five years where you start to get to a good place again. It doesn't mean that you're going to spend the next three to five years wallowing in the mire and the devastation of the betrayal. No, no. It really means along the way of the healing journey, it can take 
maybe three years to get to where you desire to be, or even on a longer scale, maybe five years. But along that journey, you're still going to be progressing as long as you're putting in the work. So what are we going to talk about today? Well, I want to share with you something that happened to me on March 25th. Now, for me, I looked at that morning, that date, and was like, what does this even mean? Because I really didn't correlate what March 25th was when I first woke up that morning. Well, I woke up and I noticed that I was extremely emotional. I was very teary and I couldn't quite put my finger on it until I picked up my phone later on that morning and I had my Time Hop app show me a memory of phone records I didn't even realize were still on my phone. The phone records that I found from my husband having an affair, that was the day three years ago that I discovered his phone records to a number that he had been calling over a two-year period. That was the day that marked this investigation that would lead to, nine days later, discovering all the affair information come flooding in through email and the day of com- of actually um, confronting my husband. So I was triggered And that's what we're going to be talking about today, and we're going to be talking about it again on Friday. We're going to talk about triggers and what they are because, you know, I'm three years in, right? I'm at a great place. I really am. But I had this little thing in my body that crept up, and while my mind didn't recognize the date, my body remembered. And that's important because triggers are kind of like red lights. They're housed in our body. And I equate it to the dashboard of our car that the little lights come on signaling, you know, we need service. We need help. There's something going on underneath the hood. Well, that's the same thing with a trigger. A trigger comes in and lets us know, hey, hey, there's something still that needs to be dealt with. It's still quite un not quite un not quite healed. Got a little tongue tied. It's not quite healed yet. There's still something underneath you need to address. Maybe it's a little bit of self-care on this day. Maybe it's a little bit of self-reflection, whatever it is. You need to address it so that you can continue to heal from it and move forward. So I thought I'd do a two-part series on triggers to kind of really help you understand them, what it's like to, what it, what does it mean to be triggered by your husband, you know, by your husband's affair? Um, what types of triggers are there? How are triggers formed? And, you know, how do we start to heal from triggers? So I'm going to, tackle some of that today, and then I'm going to finish this up on our Friday episode. So let's dive into this, shall we, beautiful? Being triggered after being betrayed by your husband means that something has come along and triggered a strong emotional response or a reaction that reminds you of the betrayal, of the affair, or it brings up the painful memories associated with it. 
Triggers can be anything from a certain smell, a particular place maybe, a specific sound, or even a certain word or phrase that reminds you of the betrayal. Sometimes the trigger can be subconsciously underneath, like it was for me, where it's still housed underneath in my body somewhere. My body, my subconscious remembers, just like it remembered the date and I woke up very emotional three days ago, not really understanding why until I found out through a memory on an app that my body was recalling. And so for me, I needed to address that. Now, when you're triggered, you may experience very intense emotions, such as maybe fear, anger, sadness, or anxiety. You may even have physical sensations just like I did. I woke up very emotional. Maybe for you, it's a racing heart, sweating, or trembling. Triggers can be particularly difficult to manage after a betrayal. You know, they can bring up very painful memories and emotions that can be extremely overwhelming and difficult to deal with. And it's important to recognize triggers and to develop coping mechanisms, strategies to manage them, to heal through them so that they don't bombard and control your life anymore. Now, for me, it's been quite a while since I've been triggered. That's why I was kind of really shocked. I was kind of, you know, I kind of take, took a step back and went, wow, I'm actually triggered over something like this. And while it wasn't something that that was devastating and it didn't cause me to be unraveled and lay out in the bed for the day, I recognized that I was a little emotional and I needed to deal with it appropriately. So what did I do that day? Beautiful. I went and grabbed myself my favorite latte at one of my favorite local coffee shops. I decided, you know, I was going to spend it with family and I was going to do something for me that day. Now, I also shared that I was triggered with my husband because he needs to understand that we're still in the healing journey. I'm still working through my recovery process and so is he. And so I shared these things with him so that he could be aware of where I was. So he could also be very attentive to what I needed for the day. So it's important for you to recognize your triggers. And again, to develop what you need to heal and manage them. And this may involve identifying specific triggers and working with maybe a therapist or maybe a trauma-informed coach to develop healthy coping mechanisms. It's also important to practice self-care, just like I did, and seek support from maybe friends, family, or a support group. Ultimately, being triggered after being betrayed by your husband, well, honey, that's a natural response to a traumatic experience. And it's important to be patient with yourself. Give yourself grace and be kind to yourself as you work through your emotions and you heal from the betrayal. With time and support, beautiful, it's possible to move forward and to find peace and to find healing. So now that you know a little bit about 
why you get triggered from a betrayal from your husband, why you get triggered. Well, let's talk about the different types of triggers that you may experience. You know, triggers vary widely from woman to woman. We each experience them in a different way and they can be internal or they can be external or they can be both. So I want to tell you some of the internal triggers that you may be experiencing as well as share with you some of the external triggers today. So let's first look at the internal triggers. Now, an internal trigger comes from within. It comes in from inside of you. Now, my trigger that I just shared with you that I woke up with three days ago was an internal trigger. It came from my subconscious. It was a memory that my body was bringing up. It created a physical sensation or an emotion, right? So this is where I woke up, I was very teary, and it came from within. Now, another example of this is where you're exercising and your heart starts to pound, right? The sensation might remind you of a time where you were running from, you know, the fact that you had the confrontation, it was so painful, and you went running through your house to your bedroom. It could cause that kind of trigger. Well, there are other common internal triggers that you could also experience. Some of these are anxiety. You might have that racing of the heart and it might create strong anxiety in you or it might bring forth a panic attack. Maybe you get very angry or feeling overwhelmed, very vulnerable. Maybe your feelings are completely out of control or maybe it's producing a feeling of abandonment in you or loneliness. Maybe you're noticing that your muscles are extremely extremely tense and contracted. That's actually an internal trigger. Or it's a, an, an unexplained pain that you're having that's moving throughout your body. You wake up one morning and it's in the back of your neck. Maybe the next day it's in your calf area, right? Maybe the muscles are, um, again, tensing up and the pain is very great. Maybe the memories are tied to the traumatic event itself um, and you're recalling that traumatic event over and over in your mind. It's a looping memory that you are always in. Maybe it's an overwhelming sadness that you're experiencing. All of these are internal triggers. Also, an internal trigger can be caused from an intrusive thought, a thought that loops over and over and over, playing like a movie in your mind. That is a one that a lot of women describe. Well, this is an internal trigger. Well, what about external triggers? What are some examples of those? Well, these usually come from your environment. This is what you are actually in at the moment. It can be people that you're, are in your environment. Maybe it's a certain place that you're driving by. Maybe it's a specific situation that you're currently in. You know, what may be a normal everyday situation or a minor inconvenience for some may be become extremely triggering for you because of the trauma from his betrayal. So 
Some examples of external triggers that you may be living with are maybe you come across a person that was connected to the betrayal. You run into the person he had the affair with, or you might run into some of his co-workers that actually knew about the affair and it can trigger you. Maybe it's a movie or a television show that you're watching on TV and it reminds you of the traumatic experience of the betrayal. Maybe it's a specific time of day. It's the time of day where you actually opened up the email, and I'm describing mine right now. (laughs) It's that time, 10 a.m. on that morning, that you opened up the email and all of the evidence came flooding in. That can be an external trigger. Or maybe it's a certain sound that reminds you of the betrayal. It could be a song on the radio. Um, It could be a certain, maybe a certain um, advertisement on television, right? Maybe it's a change of a relationship or an ending of a relationship that someone's talking about and it reminds you of what's going on in your life right now. Maybe it's a specific date And this could be subconsciously or as an internal trigger, or it could be the external trigger of actually seeing the date. Now, let me give you an example of that one. For me, April 3rd is that specific date for me. That is the date that all of that information came in from the investigation, from the investigator, through an email to me, and lo and behold, it was like right in my face. April 3rd is that date for me. So that's a, an anniversary date, a specific date that could be an external trigger. Or maybe it's going to a specific location that reminds you of the betrayal. Or maybe it's a smell. Maybe it's certain colognes, smoke, certain food that you might have been cooking when you found out. All of these can be external triggers that can cause a trigger for you because they're reminding you of the event, the traumatic event that happened. The trigger is not the trauma of itself. The trigger is a red light. It's a signal to let you know there is still something unhealed underneath from the trauma of the betrayal that needs to be addressed. So I look at triggers in a very healthy manner. A lot of times we have a tendency to look at the triggers as something terrible because they do feel bad and beautiful. I understand that. They feel horrific. However, if you change your perspective and you look at it as, oh, that's a signal that's telling me a red light that's telling me, whoa, whoa, back up. There's something underneath that needs to be worked on. I need to talk about this with my trauma-informed coach. I need to talk about this with my therapist. I need to meet this head on so that I can deal with it, cope it, manage it, and heal through it so that it doesn't bombard me every single day and it doesn't control me from here on out. So beautiful, we're going to stop there today, okay? I'm going to be back Friday with the remainder of this episode on triggers. We're going to talk about how triggers are formed. We're going to talk about how you can start to heal through the triggers. We're going to finish all all things triggers on Friday. But I want to leave you with this. 
If you're struggling with triggers and you just don't know how to deal with them and you're looking for a trauma-informed coach, I have a few spots available. I'm taking free consults right now. You can go below in the show notes, click on that link, schedule your 20-minute free clarity consult with me. We'll get on, evaluate where you are right now. We can look at where you want to be and develop your affair recovery plan so that you can actually recover and go on to live a life that you love. I'd love to speak with you about it, and I'd be honored to help you heal through betrayal trauma. Until Friday, beautiful, go out and enjoy your day because you deserve it. Thanks for stopping by today and spending a little while with me. I hope you enjoyed today's show and found hope, healing, and encouragement. Please remember to subscribe to my podcast and leave a review. You can even screenshot this episode and share it on IG or Facebook stories. This is how we get the message of hope and healing out to all women who are in the midst of betrayal and loss. If you're ready to move out of the devastation of betrayal and take the next step in your healing, make sure to reach out to me and schedule your breakthrough coaching call today. Until next time, love God, live your life passionately, and always choose joy in the midst of any circumstance that you may face. Cheers to you, beautiful.